702 podcasts. Go to 702.co.za. Thank you so much, Ganya, for that voice notes. Let's get to this now. Statistics South Africa, in fact, has released the results of its general household survey earlier today. The general household survey assessed the levels of development in the country as well as the extent of service delivery and the quality of services in a number of key services sector, including health, education and social security. And some of the things that came out of that survey are quite sad. I mean, on land, um, child-headed households, and I'll tell you more um, about what that survey has found, but I see also that social grants remain the second most important source of income for households in the country after salaries. And according to the results, 64.8% of households receive salaries from various forms of employment and 45.2% of households depend on social grants. And of course, this is going to affect spending on social protection by government. Um, and I see they expect it to increase from 193 billion rand in this financial year to just above 200 billion rand by 2021. So let's speak to the statistician general now, Risenga Malulek, and break down um, these numbers and what the household survey has found. Uh, uh, Mr. Malulek, I thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. I have to greet you and again greetings to the listeners. Mm. Let's first talk about social grants because I see that the grants remain the second most important source of income for households after salaries and that's standing at 45.2%. Certainly, uh, that's when you look at it from within households. Uh, But when you look at the number of, uh, the percentage of contribution to salaries uh, to the total number of households in South Africa, not within households, it's sitting at uh, 19.9, about 20%. Mm. And if you look at it, salaries account for about 60%, that's 58.6 in relation to salaries. So yet still, even in that regard, uh, 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 grants become the second most uh, uh, pillar of household income. And of course, if you look at uh, pensions, for example, they account for 2.2% and remittance is about 10%. That's 9.9%. Mm. Uh, yeah. What does this tell us, uh, Mr. Malulek, about the levels of poverty in the country? When we look at it, uh, look at the the increase in the number of people who are receiving grants. And we are looking at uh, uh, coming out of 2004 uh, uh, and and increasing uh, 2002, my apologies, all the way uh, from 30.8% and uh, having increased to 44.3%. Uh, in terms of households as well as in in terms of persons Mm. from 12.8% to 31%. So we can say uh, grants are on the increase at individual level, at household level. But at the same time, uh, vulnerability in terms of persons as well, uh, vulnerability to hunger uh, in terms of persons as well as for households has declined. 
and people who are vulnerable to hunger uh, or households are those persons who are in the lowest margins of our society. Mm. So uh, uh, what has happened is that uh, certainly uh, grants have increased and have actually lowered the vulnerability to hunger. So they have attended to that and solved that. Yeah. But the question that maybe we should deal with is whether grants are sustainable in the long run. And mm-hmm. uh, that uh, 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 is not for me as statistician general to answer. Yeah. It's for the entire society to respond to. But certainly grants would not be sustainable because when you look at, uh, and not coming out of the uh, uh, general household survey, uh, when you look at issues of employment, Employment, unemployment is steadily rising. So people who depend on grants are people, especially children, are children whose parents are not working. Mm. And speaking of children whose parents are not working, um, what did the survey find about you know children who live with their parents um, or even generally children that are orphans? We have found that uh, uh, there were lesser number of children that are double often as in having lost both parents uh, as compared to uh, a single often where they they have lost one uh, parent. Mm. But there's also another challenge. Uh, If you look at that, there was about 50% of the children uh, aged 0 to 4 had never uh, read a book with an adult, a parent or a guardian. Mm. or listen to a story being told, or talking about something that relates to what they have done, or counting things uh, with an adult. uh, And and, and that that shows something about the issue of early childhood development. Mm. Because on the other hand, the percentage of those children that were in early childhood development was also uh, uh, relatively uh, uh, lesser compared to those that were being raised at home. Jeez, I'm still just shocked um, at that, uh, Mr. Malulek. I mean, nearly half of the country's children, you know, never having drawn or even read a book with a parent or a guardian. Does that have anything to do then with, um, you know, some of them not living with their parents? or some of them having lost their parents? What was the common denominator? That the whole issue of uh, double orphanhood was not was there, but was not as high. But mm. what we tended to pick up relatively higher was that, especially in rural provinces, your Eastern Cape, Limpopo, Free State, as well as KwaZulu-Natal, is that uh, you have children that are, are living in skip generations. So you have children whose parents are either not there as having passed on or parents whose, uh, children whose parents are migrant workers mm. and are not raising those children. And then you, you, you have these children living with their uh, uh, grandparents uh, or great-grandparents. So you have children in rural provinces in higher proportions of skip generations. Look at the Eastern Cape. You have 8.5% of children living in uh, uh, skip generations. 
Mm. And uh, you look at uh, Limpopo, 8.7. Now, uh, these, these are, are, are provinces that are sending out a lot of migrant workers who leave children behind. Yeah. Mm. And that obviously also speaks to, you know, every time when we speak about the remnants of the apartheid regime, um, th- that somehow also plays into that. I want us, uh, Mr. Maluleka, to look at the issue of land now. Uh, more than half of the households in South Africa still live on land that they don't own. Certainly. Uh, firstly, is that we picked up that land ownership is at its uh, uh, lowest. So if you compare it with, uh, say, bank accounts, there was a high proportion of people who said they own a bank account, they own a, an investment account, they own, uh, 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 they have land, look, look, not land, a dwelling, a house. Look at the dwelling. Uh, there were even more women who own a dwelling, uh, more than men. And this is uh, the, pro- the program, government's program, as having a, a concerted focus on ownership of housing by women. But when it came to land, uh, it was at its lowest. That, that's the first thing. As, uh, in, Individual, individually owned or jointly owned, it was at its lowest. Mm. But certainly, uh, there are a, a lot of people who didn't own land. Yeah. What about electricity and sanitation? How are we looking there? Electricity has increased over uh, from 2002 all the way. And in 2002, we were sitting at about 60%, about 67% to be exact. And now we are sitting at 76.8 as a main source of cooking. Uh, relatively, in poorer uh, 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 communities, people use electricity for lighting rather than for cooking. But we see that there is an increase because uh, electricity for cooking as a main source of energy is expensive. But we see that there is an increase as there is a decline uh, on wood and paraffin. But furthermore, we see that uh, there was an, uh, an issue of uh, 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 in relation to sanitation and waste removal. There was an increase uh, uh, in terms of those services. But look, for example, at in, in Limpopo, where it's not a question of just uh, having sanitation, but we also ask the question as to whether when people have visited the bathroom, did they get uh, 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 wash their hands with soap and water? And because when you look at uh, Limpopo, the whole issue of uh, 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 what that facilities, ablution facilities with running water, is at its lowest uh, as it, 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 it happens in rural uh, provinces. Then, uh, based on that, Limpopo had the lowest number of people who said, well, we haven't washed our hands after coming out of the bathroom with soap and water. Yeah. So, generally, Mr. Maluleke, this is just my last question. Uh, Looking at all these factors that are coming out of this survey, are we on a path of progress? Do we have a good story to tell as a country? Are Are things getting better? Look at housing, number one. Look at water uh, supply. Look at electricity. Look at sanitation. 
all of them are showing an upward uh, trend in terms of improvements. Mm. The only challenge that we are facing and, uh, is that the quality uh, uh, of services in terms of functionality, look at water, uh, uh, People have raised concerns in relation to quality. People have raised concerns in relation to functionality, the interruptions that occur there. And uh, as regard wa- regards water, uh, the people have actually, while there's an increase in reticulation, there's also been a decline in the willingness to pay for services. And uh, we shall have seen a, a few protests that have been there throughout the country where people are complaining about uh, the kind of interruptions that occur in relation to water. So there have been improvements, but the quality and uh, the functionality remain a challenge. All right. Uh, Resenga Malulek, a statistician general, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you coming through and breaking down um, the household survey that was released earlier today and breaking it down so nicely for us to help us understand where we are sitting as a country in terms of land, electricity, housing, children. I mean, how shocking was that? Hey, nearly half of South Africa's children have never drawn or even read a book with a parent or a guardian. And Mr. Malulek is speaking to us there and saying that this also has something to do with migrant workers and the fact that most of the children are in these rural areas and they're not living um, with their parents, they're living with their grandparents. 20 minutes after nine.